nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd. Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables. This week we are talking the card on CBS All Access. Alf returning and Mark Hamill joining the Venture Brothers. Joining me this week are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Hey. There's a lot of enthusiasm there, wasn't there? (laughs) I was thinking that as I was saying it. (laughs) Boy, it's not sounding very enthusiastic at all. So, um, the internet was kind of taken back this week because everybody thought that... Taken back from what? Well, they thought that there was an announcement that Picard would be coming to a new Star Trek or new Star Trek episodes on CBS All Access, right? And as you just told us before, it's not on Star Trek Discovery season two. It's on the Further Adventures of Picard, or whatever they're going to call it. Which seems really weird. It's just going to be him sitting in a chair painting, which might be fascinating. Just a rocker. Yeah. Really? Anybody got any comments that, about that's it? How be, that's how he becomes. Is that the whole news? That's how he becomes deranged in Logan. Well, no, but he even does. Didn't Picard have like some kind of uncurable disease that kind of gave him dementia or something? Towards the, I mean, it was no. supposedly because that's what days of not days of future past. Jesus. <laughs> um, all good things. All good things was. No, all good things was because he was. Being bounced around in time by Q. Right, but he in the future he left the left his, left Starfleet because he had some kind of disease. Yeah, but that's not his future. That's the future Q shows him. Doesn't mean it's it's his actual future. Because he also goes to the beginning of time, yeah. beginning of life in in, in the universe. Uh, yeah, Patrick Stewart returns to a celebrated role of Captain John Picard for a, a new Star Trek series. It was announced by Stewart himself at a Star Trek convention on Saturday in Vegas and excitement among fans. Um, show will air on CBS All Access, which is where Star Trek Discovery is. Star Trek Discovery is. Uh, tells the story of the next chapter in Picard's life, according to a tweet from uh, Star Trek Discovery. I think that's where everybody got. Right. The official Star Trek Discovery Twitter account announced what the series would be about, that it would be Picard in the future. Uh, Stewart said playing the character again is an unexpected but delightful surprise because he felt his time with Star Trek and Picard had run its natural course. The, yeah, it's 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 a, like I'm excited, but I'm also it's not enough to get you to buy it though, is it? Probably not. The problem with CBS is there's nothing else that's on there, right? That makes me go, oh my god, I need to buy it. Like Disney is, if Disney comes out and says not only are we giving you a Star Trek card? Uh, sorry, a Star Wars cartoon right away in Clone Wars and a Star Wars live action right away. But we're also giving you our entire backlog that we have, and maybe even Foxes for the latest reports that it's about putting more content in there. That's easy. Like I look at CBS All Access, what's offered in terms of what what you know was on there. There's nothing on there that I'm like, oh, I, I really want to see that again. Right. Or whatever. I think CBS in general, I've never been really inclined to the shows that they. There's offer. some. There's some stuff that they've had, like sitcoms in the '80s and stuff. Like, if look, if I ever had it, would I watch all of New Heart again? Yeah, because that show's amazing. Because modern sitcoms are stupid. All the sitcoms I watch and actually laugh at, like, stopped maybe ten years ago. <laughs> it's funny. I go watch an episode of Frasier and absolutely die. I can't watch an episode of a live action sitcom right now and think I, I don't find anything funny. And I don't know if it's just like, oh, it's all been done before or whatever, but you know, something like like Newhart, Frasier. It's the hipster in you. Yeah, maybe. But all know. that stuff had dry humor in it though too back in the yeah. day. And it's it's more intellectual humor. Right. Somewhat. And, and some yeah. of that still can Or it's transcend. or it's just straight I mean, It's just something like, like Seinfeld, I, I, but and, and no, I haven't watched everything, but the few sitcoms now that would pique my interest for any particular amount of time i just don't find funny and, I, and right. I can't continue with them so if you were to tell me you know new heart's gonna be there i would love to watch that whole thing again because that that show was amazing right that that got a joke for five seasons out of um larry is my brother daryl is my other brother daryl that's still funny yeah every single time <laughs> well even if you went back to shows like soap or yeah. benson or you know so there's stuff in there but there's nothing all in the family and put those on there the problem with the cbs thing is it's not it's not connected to a movie studio either. 
So there's not a ton of content that's going to get me to spend 10 bucks a month. It's got to be original. Right. The card series makes me go, "Mm." you know, how will they dole it out? Is it just all at once? Like, then it might be worth 10 bucks, watch it and cancel it. You know, what everybody does with HBO for Game of Thrones. So it's, it's, it's more of the content is almost, it's tough because even the movies was sort of, you almost didn't want to see any more Picard stories after All Good Things Part 2, the final episode of right. Next Gen. It has the best ending I've ever seen. Yeah. After all of those years of them playing poker and him not being in there and him walking into that room and sitting down and playing cards with him and then it fades. It's the best ending. I love that ending so much. It meant everything to me. And then you have generations. They're like, well, we can't make a movie without William Shatner. And then you have First Contact, which is amazing. And that's the thing. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with them doing this. And then you have yeah. Insurrection, which is terrible. I wish Sebastian was here. He'd fight me. Um, and then Nemesis, which is okay. Right. Well, and we were talking about before, did um, Generations come out before or after? Yeah, Generations was November. November. Yeah, it was and right. It was, May it was, was when the August I thought. Was. I thought it was still going. That was the weird thing to me. I always thought that the series was still on. Right. Um, obviously, Deep Space Nine was on when... Uh, and Voyager. Well, yeah, Deep Space Nine was on during Insurrection, I think, because they had to find a way to get Worf back on the Enterprise. Yes, because that's when they changed the uniforms on Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Um, or maybe... No, it was the first one, because he, no, he has Defiant and First Contact. I keep forgetting that the Borg invasion that kills Cisco's wife is from um, when Picard first turns into Lacutus. I can't right. remember the name of that, those two episodes. Well, they also had to find a way to get Worf back on the, the Enterprise yeah, that's, for... Yeah, that was... For... Uh, no. No. Because you have Generations, and then you had like the first two seasons of Deep Space Nine. Worf joins Deep Space Nine, and then First Contact comes out, and then Defiant is in the fight as the Borg Cube, right? Or the Borg Ball comes to Earth. Yes. And then the Defiant, you know, he has he to has, beam it's, over it's, yeah, or it's the ramming speed, and then the Enterprise D shows up and he beams everybody over, right? And they tell him that the ship survived, which is it's that weird throwaway line to basically tell you, oh, it's gonna. We have to explain how this is gonna be on Deep Space Nine. Come the fall. Yeah. Because, you know, I still remember it. And he was like, oh, it's a strong little ship. Little ship. Because he is here. Right. It's a good day to die. And they're going to die. And then they pull them all off or whatever. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's we've already seen Picard kind of after that last episode. But I think maybe it's just the fact that it's TV or whatever. That's but it could right. be super interesting. Worf doesn't. The, the Enterprise doesn't show up at Deep Space Nine to drop Worf off. Because they don't have a goodbye with Worf. His basic goodbye from the Enterprise, the Enterprise is on the Enterprise, Generations. Yeah, the Enterprise in Deep Space Nine is, ran concurrently. for Because the premiere of Deep Space Nine has the Enterprise in it. Yes, because that's when... Uh, when, when uh, so Brian. O'Brien and I think one other person goes too. I think they have someone like on a minor there. Person. Someone, yeah, but it was the, the, the cast member from Generations... Or, I'm sorry, from Next Gen that went was O'Brien. Right. So that was and that first episode, yeah. The, the the first shot, I think, is of Deep Space Nine with the Enterprise D on one of the docking spheres. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, because those those that series ran concurrent concurrently for like two seasons or something right. like that, like the first two and the last two. And then Deep Space Nine was still running when Voyager came on. Yeah. And ran concurrent for a couple of seasons. Yeah, because wasn't wasn't Voyagers wasn't one of them. Was on Deep Space Nine or something? Yeah, well, they they started they did the same Ensign thing. Row or whatever wasn't wasn't she like maybe not? I could no no Row never Row never made it over. Matter of fact, Row never made it off. Of, I think did Row go over also with O'Brien? Was on for a little bit then left because she went back to Bajor. Sebastian really needs to be here. Yeah, um, but I know that didn't Picard show up on Voyager when they got back? As an admiral, or was that, or was I that? Um, I never finished Voyager. That might have been. Um, no, nah, uh, who was it? There was somebody that got promoted to admiral at that point. But anyways, so anyways, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Picard. As if this is Picard after Starfleet, or if this is Picard just after the Enterprise, like if he's an admiral or something, and you know, it'd be kind of cool to do like. I don't him know if, as, was, if you see him as an admiral, I don't think that works. My my guess, if if 
It'd be cool to have him go back to Starfleet Academy as a teacher. Even then, I don't think I don't think that works. Then he could have it's... extraordinary, you know, um, that cadets. That and... super boring to me. <laughs> I mean, it, it feels more like That's he so would go back to something like the Stargazer, a pure science vessel. Right. He could be head of the class. Oh, I Lord. <laughs> wow. He'd, he'd be the teacher. Wow, you pulled head of the class out of it. Holy and it's just a bunch of misfits. It's like a comedy. Except for that though. was an ABC show, I think. Whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My two Borg. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, that was seri- uh, but seriously, if, if you were if if they came and said, "Hey, look, you know, Patrick Stewart wants to do a, a Picard show after Enterprise after he's done with the Enterprise," and they go, "Here, Chris, Mikey, what you know, now come up with the the plot and give us thirteen episodes." What would you come up with? It Data would be dump. him on a science vessel. It would be him on a smaller ship like like the Stargazer that he was you know captain of before the Enterprise. Right. Um, I don't know if it's directly before, but I think that was his first his first captainship was the Stargazer. Uh, so something smaller that isn't as super involved and not as much Starfleet. I mean, you're almost doing the Voyager Enterprise type deal of Starfleet doesn't matter as much, right? As just that ship matters and what they're they're running into. Um, with a smaller crew. A smaller mission in, in in some sense they're not going to get pulled into the you know the romulan border war or whatever and who knows where you're going to go yeah because now you you you've never explored really that spot as far forward as you've gotten is uh is voyager it was the last one that was on that right. was forward in time and almost none of that's about starfleet well, Enterprise was the last one that was on. Right, but no, I'm saying in, in, in the timeline. Sure. In, the in last the that gen, you've seen, yeah. Voyager coming back, the final episode of Voyager is the farthest in time yes. that we've seen anything in the Prime Universe. Yes. Um, since Enterprise, yes, is, is, a, is a prequel. What if it's Picard, the Traveler, Wesley Crusher, and Q <laughs> as a time-traveling buddy show? Q would be Q would be fascinating. I don't need any card and I, Q. I don't need Wesley Crusher at all. Um, poor Will Wheaton. Yeah, I'm sure he's not really that poor. No, uh, he makes a lot of money tweeting about stuff. He makes a lot of money just off of uh, his appearances on Big Bang Theory. He's also the the voice of Perceptor in that uh, we talked about last week that Transformer show that was on Machinima. Oh. He uh, he's the voice of Perceptor. So he did some, you know, he does all, yeah, good for him. Um, I think it gets me more Hugh Delancey on TV. I'm, 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 I mean, I can't imagine Q doesn't show up. And so many people still have a relationship with Star Trek. I mean, right. Jonathan Frakes does. Um, I'm sure Marina Sirtis can use the paycheck. Yeah. Michael well, is it, didn't Frakes direct an episode of Discovery or something? I believe something? so, yeah. Frakes has done a number of, uh, of TV and a number of st- uh, Star Trek TV. Because I think he did some of the, the things for Enterprise, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I think he did a couple episodes, and didn't he direct one of the movies too? One of the uh, next gen movies. Yes, he might have, mm. or wrote or something. No, no, I think he directed one. But I can't remember. I don't think he directed First Contact. <laughs> Would you mean? Well, it would be interesting if he did do First Contact because it'd be like, oh, you have your first officer also direct a movie. That was about the first. Well, no, because uh, I know. What, what's what's three? Is it just Star Trek Three? Did they ever give it a thought? Search for Spock. Search for Leonard yeah. Nimoy's. That was the first one. They're like, oh, okay. Um. Uh, no, he directed three episodes of uh, Discovery. Well, he directed ten episodes of The Librarians. And Powers, he directed one episode. Uh, Agents of Shield, he directed one episode. Yeah, no, he's been he's a regular working TV Leverage, director. he directed thirteen episodes. Wow. The hell was leverage? Um, that heist show, Timothy with Timothy Dalton. Was it yeah. Dalton? Yeah. It's, it was Star Trek Insurrection. He directed. Ah, I was gonna. <laughs> that's why it feels like a TV series. Uh, <laughs> and I like John. And Frakes. he directed First Contact. He did direct First Contact. Yes. So he has the the best and the worst. <laughs> and he directed uh, three episodes of Voyager, and he directed the video game Star Trek Klingons or Klingon. Mm-hmm. Klingon, as it was on video game. And eight episodes of Next Generation, three episodes of Deep Space Nine. So he's been with the Star Trek universe. Oh yeah, that's what he said. So I think he's, I mean, hell, he's got half a chance to direct the pilot. Yeah. For for 
Star Trek Picard. That'll be the weird thing. It's it's the first series that's really based off of a character. Right. And not a ship. So much. Um, obviously, you know, Captain Kirk became huge within his own time. Yeah. And so did everybody that was on the Enterprise-D, but... He's done a lot of voiceover acting, yeah. too. Brent Spiner can't be on it because Data wouldn't age and look fat. So <laughs> well, maybe Beta does. Be, that's going to be that's going to be different. <laughs> the hard thing is, I mean, you're going to set this. You know, let's say it's two decades after after Nemesis, and he looks exactly the same. Well, yeah, really, the man drinks the blood of babies. He really doesn't age. He's at all. ripped. No one. It's like, well, he, he you know, he has his wife is really young because she can't tell. Yeah, he walks up. And says, I'm 44. Okay, I believe it. I'm 34. Yep. <laughs> Sure. He's been bald since he's been 30. Yeah. There's, so that, old, that, there's that old picture, and people always deride it now. There's a picture of the four captains. Uh, it's Shatner, uh, Picard, Mulgrew, and... Janeway? Yeah, uh, Janeway. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, oh, it wasn't Cisco though. It was somebody else. I can't remember. And, of course, all of them are all out of shape, except for Jean-Luc. And, and someone says, we know which Enterprise had a Soloflex machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one. Because he's, he's like super ripped in this tight t-shirt. and Everybody else looks like they're wearing a fat suit. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I, it's like it's it's exciting and not exciting all at the same time. Right. Was it the Scott Bakula in it? No, no because it was, it, was bef- it was before Enterprise. Oh. It, was an, it was an older picture. Maybe it was just the three of them. Maybe it was just the three of them. Because it might have been the third. No, because Mulgrew was the Voyager. So, I don't know. Anyway. Was it just in the next gen series, or was it? Did they have Shatner there? No, yeah, as I said, it was Sh- it was Shatner, Picard, and Mulgrew. I knew the three of them were there. I thought there was one more. I didn't think it was Avery Brooks. I think Avery Brooks still looks like he could kill somebody. Too. Yeah, Avery Brooks is. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's aged much either. I think now maybe because um, they did that that Captain special a few years ago, yeah. and he didn't look like he aged. It just well, bring, except for his beard had gotten. They'll bring, they'll bring Tasha Yar back. Oh, she are. Yeah, that's what'll be on it. Denise Crosby she'll, will come back and do an episode. She'll again. be. She'll come out of that primordial ooze thing yeah. that killed her. Why they killed her quick? I didn't realize that was the first season. Yeah, it was the first was the season. I was like, oh yeah, that was the first season. <laughs> no, they that did episode is it. tough because that the, the, man, the effects work on that episode is terrible. They did bring her back as a Cardassian. They also brought her back when they flipped universes. Yes, as a Cardassian. Yes, yes, they brought her back as a Cardassian. That's the, that's, the, that's the Kardashian joke. I know, right? With uh, Goldicott or whatever. I was like, oh, the Kardashian race. <laughs> we were spelled differently back then. We were just <laughs> as evil, but we, but our names were spelled differently. Um, but yeah, I. it's not enough to get me to spend 10 bucks a month. We have plastic on our heads, not on our... <laughs> it'll be interesting Asses. to see... Uh, they have plastic on their heads, too. <laughs> Probably. They have plastic in their wallets, too, and it never <laughs> runs out. Um, I don't know. Should be cool. But I don't... I, I mean, I'll wait till somebody else sees it. Because the weird thing with Discovery, too, is like you had everybody hate the first month. Everybody hated the first few Now episodes. there's a couple of people that I know that swear by that show. They're yeah. just like, this is the best Star Trek I've seen since. I wonder if that's the thing of like fandom, though, is like you want it to be so good. And then after a couple months, it gives you like one good episode. And you're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And so you keep No, it, they, there's some that stick to it. I mean, I know Sebastian never wanted to deal with it again once they found out what was running the drive when it was a sentient being. Because he just thought it was. And, and I understand it was like, this is so anti-Starfleet. It's not worth watching. Mm. I was like, I get that. And plus, he's just got such a boner for the Orville. Um, yeah, he does. Oh, my God. He could lift this whole table. <laughs> the massive Orville boner. Um <laughs> That's probably a joke they'll have on there next season, by the way. It's probably a joke they've had on every episode. You know what drives this? My sperm. <laughs> uh, God. Orville's not bad. I, I enjoyed it. It's just Ar- I, Orville's not still, as... Even people that talk about it, it, it feels like a show that doesn't know what it is. Like, it really wants to be just Star Trek, but they put in the humor so that it isn't Star Trek, and it, the humor doesn't work at all. I, I, I agree with you. Because the first two episodes like... I watched... The humor was terrible, but the rest of it was actually really good. Yes, it feels like Seth MacFarlane wanted to make a Star Trek, Star Trek TV series. We did, and somebody he's, he's said, "No, no, 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 no! You have to have your Family Guy comedy in it. It's you, no, it's no, no, Seth MacFarlane. He wanted to do a Star Trek, and they said no. Yeah, and so when he pitched it as the Orville, it's it's one of those like you can't do the Orville straight because right. it's a straight ripoff. It right. has to be a satire. That's the only reason they're not getting sued. Yeah, because they point to the humor as 
it's satirical about what Star Trek was. We're we're making fun of this sort of thing. Right. So you can't sue us because it's not Star Trek. Which if now, you did that straightforward, whether it's you know you call it the United Alliance of 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 worlds instead of the Federation of Planets, and your Quantum Drive instead of the the right whatever. Why can't I remember the name of a warp, warp drive? Core. Uh, well, warp drive, and all that dilithium crystal. But it's the same thing. CBS can still sue you, sure, and they don't because it's a satire. They're, they're, Which they would they would go into court and say that we're, we're protected by rules of satire. And even even as they gotten further along in the first season, the humor was there, but it wasn't as slapstick as it was in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they they would have it, and you know, it, there would be a couple moments like they'd have they'd say, okay, we have to get these. You know, like these three slap joke, slapstick jokes out of the way, and then we can tell our story, and then you know it would tell a good story. But they, you know, there was that more like Galaxy Quest. Yeah, exactly. But Galaxy Quest was actually funny. Galaxy Quest was funny, but this is the premise of Galaxy Quest was funny. That's the thing. Like once once you get through the premise of Galaxy Quest. It, that to me was where the humor came from is these characters that had no idea what they were doing right you know, but an alien race but this built was everything you know, on this was this was freaking the 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 chick going oh there's pizza down here in the middle of this hostage standoff and the helms were going oh you didn't see there's pizza can we go down there I'm like yeah. that doesn't fit it's stupid yeah it's literally one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in my entire life and to me it ruins the whole show but other people love it I'm glad it's getting a second season for all of them, and it continues, but yes. Well, speaking of dumb shows, they're getting a second chance. Alf. Alf wasn't dumb. Alf was amazing. I hated Alf. I, lo- I loved Alf. Alf was incredible. The, the Alf cartoon was even better. Oh, the Alf cartoon was Ugh. nuts, because it was actually on Melmac. Yeah. And they really? had to... <laughs> you have a cartoon set on Melmac in which they've admitted in the live action show that their main source of food is cats. Cats. And you have to dance around it in a kid's cartoon that's on Saturday mornings. <laughs> Well, they would chase the cats, but you never see them actually. Yeah, catch but you them. would never. Now you could never do that. Like Smurfs could never exist today because Gargamel tries to to find to these them. sentient creatures and kill them and eat them or turn them into gold. Yeah, yeah. He was always trying to murder them. Well, I think yeah, I think in America he was turning them into gold because in the original he was trying to eat. No, them No, he was or trying like to that. eat them too. There was a, there was a couple um, recipes that would either make him younger or yeah. more powerful or something. If he ate them, there's no way. There's yeah. no way they would do that. Uh, Alf as a reboot is is I don't see how you do that show. Well, do they do it as a reboot or continue on? Because yeah, they kind of ended the series. Oh, I I don't want to see them bring that cast back. <laughs> well, no, not I even think that. Half that cast is dead. I think so too. The I mean, the series ended on Alf getting arrested by the government or something like that, right? <coughs> captured. You or captured. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Was he charged with? <laughs> well, actually, that could work today. He could be charged with being an illegal alien. Yeah, that's what the series is gonna be. We're gonna build a wall in space to keep the Alfs out. He's been in a cage the entire time. (laughs) Thirty years later, I just want to see my mom and dad. Why don't you let me go, Willie? That show ran from 1986 to 1990. That show was one of the most popular shows. 103 103 episodes for four seasons. Yeah, because they were still doing 26 episodes a season back then. (laughs) 26 was the first one. Let's see what they ended with. 24 was the last one. Mm-hmm. And consider that's, me... a, that's a that's a different series. I'm talking about bringing that back, too. What? 24. 24, yeah. Um, the sequel's called 25. The, the last episode... We was, added an extra hour to each day. 25th hour? Well, that was a movie already. So. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode was Consider Me Gone, March 24th, 1990. Alf's picked up a signal... Uh, Alf home, up really? a signal on the Tanners and realizes... Someone's trying to get in touch with him from, uh, through Melmac code. He cracks the code and finds that it's the U.S. government. He uh, cracks the code and finds that there's two of his friends who want to pick him up and take him to their new planet. He agrees to meet them, unaware that the alien task force is onto them. Dun, 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 dun. The ATF. <laughs> <laughs> That became much that, different a few years later yeah. <laughs> when uh, David Koresh burned his own content. I out. just want this movie to have the Space Force show. in it. Show. show. Not a movie. Or show. I want this show to have the American Space Force in it. Space I sort Force. of wonder, do you do Alf, I see that. Do you do ALF on Melmac? 
and the reboot? Do you just do something different that just uses the same design? You could. Or do you just do re- remake the show? I mean, are we talking reboot? <laughs> because that's the thing. Are we talking so reboot like in the real term of, of real boot, of, a real term of reboot, or are we talking a remake? Because even if you remake it, you design them a little bit differently. Well, yeah. The family's going to be so different. First off, I guarantee you, he's going to fam- be CG. No, no, the family is not going to be is not going to be the Tanners. No, it's not going to be four people. Oh yeah, it'll be a single mom or a single dad. One of the kids is on drugs, and the other one's a whore or something. I don't know, just some some crazy messed up stuff. Now and it's, it's all she'll about, be the no. mom will be a, les- a trans a transgender lesbian who has mixed race kids. Because that show's on. Uh, uh, <laughs> who make, who make no, I mean Alf. The, Alf, Alf is on me or something like that. Yeah, one, yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. vintage channels. And so I've watched a couple episodes lately, and it it's still a funny show. So, oh, I love that show. Uh, when he blows himself out, <laughs> blows up the kitchen, and he comes flying through the the pantry. Oh, I, I don't know. That was just the stupidest slapstick thing. He turns it on, and he blows himself up. I don't want the um, neighbor. I wish they could have the neighbors in it, though. No, oh, what they're going to the do neighbors? is they're going to flip it where it's on Melmac. And it's a human? It's a human astronaut that lands there and gets stuck. And so he ends up living with Alf. And that actually family. is not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, but they did that with the... It was a rock. The animated series for the uh, animated movie with the rock. It was uh, Planet Fifty One or something. Yeah, but nobody remembers that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if you're gonna do out, that would be that would be interesting. Have a you know the flip side. Just flip it. Yeah. Max Wright was Willie Tanner. Yeah, I think Max Wright is Max Wright dead. Um, or is it just his career? I, I, I think uh, I didn't like him. Didn't when like. I was watching... No, it's just his career. No, it just says he's Tanner because he's got a voice. Like this, <laughs> it's sort of like Stewart though yeah, on Big yeah. Bang. So. Oh yeah, no, he, but I'm he fine was with Stewart. Born August second, nineteen forty-three, and says he's still alive. Wow, so it's just his career that's dead. <laughs> you play the wife, and Shimadine. Is her is her last name? It's Shimadine or something. Shimadine. S C H E D E N. Shimadine. I think it's a Shenden. Shenden. Yeah. She's still alive. Okay. Um, the daughter. Oh, the daughter was so gorgeous. Was Andrea Elson. Yep. She appeared she, in like three of those NBC teen comedy movies of the week that they used to put together. Yeah, she like she was like Alice in Wonderland, and it was like Cruise Boat or whatever. Spring Spring Cruise. cruise. She was in Cruise she Boat. She was in Simon and Simon, Wiz Kids, Alf, um, Step by Step. Mad about you. She appeared on the uh, Married with Children. Oh, Frank, that's right. She was one of Kelly's friends. Frankenstein. Um, in the ABC After School special. A couple of those. Yeah. NBC used to do like Who's these... the Boss? She was in it. Wow. Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Parker Lewis Can't oh, Lose. Parker Lewis. That Silver is sh- Spoons. Where is that show? That's that. Where's the reboot for Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Screw that. I want Silver Spoons. No, Silver Spoons suck. I love Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons was stupid. Um, Pretty sure Ricky Schroeder's not doing anything. No, he's on NYPD Blue 2000. Benji Gregory was the son. Yeah. Oh, what did she dagnab it? I can't remember. This is the best episode ever. I know, right? Us just going through IMDb. Oh, Doug is going to love this episode. <laughs> Doug loves every episode. <laughs> uh, Liz Schroeder Shreden was the next door neighbor. She's still alive, too. Of course, she was born in 1929, so I don't know if she's going to be doing a lot of... Liz Sheridan. Sheridan, that's it. I, I don't have my glasses on. I'm pretty sure the little middle, the little person who played Alf is dead. And the mom <laughs> is Anne Shadeen. Shadeen? Yeah, okay. Oh, God, that was such that was such a great show. I just... It's, it's kind of like that Picard, you know, like a Picard show. What are you going to do with it? Because you're not going to do the same show, I don't well, think. Well, you can do the same idea. Yeah. You know, it's... It's it's a it's harder. Do you do Alpha as a CG character or as another Muppet? Show, if you want to go cheap, just do the puppet. Yeah. For that kind of thing, though, when you do it in a modern time, you almost look at it and you go like, "There's no way, no one knows." In, right. In, in, a, in a in a modern setting, you know, it's like when you watch old movies and go, "Cell phones would have destroyed the plot of this film." Oh yeah. Like just a single cell phone would have been like, "Hey, this, show." Yeah, done. It, it's over. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of like, if they do the same thing set now, you just, you really don't know if they really would be able to, to, uh, to 
make it with anything that's uh, oh gosh that, that's believable you know yeah or uh, the last episode was a cliffhanger anyway was yeah. it yeah because they didn't know whether or not the oh, show would be yeah. canceled well, so, saying, yeah he's captured by the government then what that's you do is you, you just reboot it right from there and oh, he's yeah. been captured for the last what 30 years that's what i was yeah. saying yeah you, but you started off right from the none end? of those original cast members are going to be back because AB, they, AB they apparently great, didn't have like, him back for like one episode it was that's such a pain thing. in the ass for them so he's yeah. been captured for 30 years yeah. and they they finally let him go and he finds out everybody died or whatever oh, wait, you know hold like, on or even better six years later the tv movie project alf finally brought closure Although oh. the lack of the original human cast and poor writing caused many fans to reject Project Alpha as part of the show's canon. So I guess it could be thrown away. It'd be great. It's, he's, been, he's been captured for 30 years, and then all of a sudden he gets loose and goes back to the house and realizes it's a whole different family there. Good. Well, <laughs> the, yeah. originally fan, the original That's family true. sold the house. They yeah. moved to yeah. somewhere. That's easy. They're, they're in you know protective custody or something now. <laughs> Class cruise. That's what it was. I was trying to remember what the hell that stupid one. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be that would be an interesting premise. Michael DeLuise was on that movie. Oh my or god! Or then he ends up going back to Melmac because the Tanners are gone, Richard so he's no reason Wall, to stay. Yeah, he goes to the house. Oh, these aren't the Tanners. Oh, he goes balls. away. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, this is the '80s. <laughs> so yeah, it's class cruise. A few pupils from County High going. It's like the first to go on a study cruise. Billy Warlock, Michael DeLuise, Andrew Elson from ALF, Ray Wan- uh, Walston, the old guy from everything. Yeah. Richard Maul, uh, Brooke Thies, Mark Price, who was Skippy on freaking Family Ties, and McLean Stevenson were all in it. Like This is just like everyone who was on NBC at the time. <laughs> so when, when did they reboot Family Ties? That's what I want to know. Oh, that's, a shaky, that, I, that's a shaky season. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! That, that might that might be the last joke I ever laughed at on, on Family Guy, where they <laughs> Michael J. Fox signed it. It was like the wall or something, and it was just scribbles. And I'm like, that's the worst joke I've ever heard, but it made oh. me laugh. Um, is Alf going to be on NBC, or are they? Is it somebody else that's picking up? I don't. I saw it was it was a possibility to come back, and that's as far as I got. Oh uh, no! I, I, I saw, that was you weren't the only one. It, it popped on my. Uh, Hollywood Reporter. Oh no, it's, it was all over the place. Yeah. It was it was in fifteen different places on my Facebook feed, and all I kept seeing was it. And I was like, I so didn't care because <laughs> I'm like, until they announce what it is, right? You know, it's all this this kind of rumor and stuff like that. There was something circling for a little while that uh, uh, the Cowardly Dog was coming back. Yeah, but it's a it's a fake because the premiere date is February thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> So someone well, like made a poster or whatever. You because you look at stuff like that, and, and this kind of goes into the thing of, of, like, someone posted that that cowardly dog thing. And I, even though I knew it was fake, I put on my, on, like, the comment for it was like, man, I can't wait for all these wonderful, incredible, original animated shows that are coming this fall. Oh, wait. There's literally nothing. Yeah. You can't think of anything that's an original show. Well, you remember. Well, even it? live action shows. I mean, everything yeah. is ending up being reboots of 80s and 90s the, TV the, uh, shows. Before, but you remember as a kid, the movie it, it used to be like in a week or two, we'd be getting ready on a Friday night to have like ABC and NBC would do their what's going to be new as far as the fall. Pilot season was? No, or... no, as far as cartoons. The weekly oh, Saturday yeah. cartoons. That on, fri- on a Friday night, they would, be- right before school would start, they would show you what's going to start in the next two weeks. I remember the first time that they showed the, the Smurfs. First, and... Well, no, the first time they showed Saved by the Bell. Yeah, it yeah. was like the, you know after whatever that syndicated Good weird pilots pilot season was that didn't have Tiffany Thiessen in it. Uh, Good morning, Miss Bliss. Yeah. Good morning, Miss yeah. Bliss. And so uh, yeah, they would have that, or, or even younger when in the eighties, it was like you waited for that first comic book that you flipped that page and like this is the new fall yeah. lineup, and it was like, you know. It was Snork and, and yeah. Care Bears, and then Menudo. That yeah. was great. When Menudo was at the end, like, what the hell is this live action? ABC BS? would have, you know, like, the adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And... I don't remember ABC stuff. It was just NBC and CBS. CBS had Muppet Babies and Gummy Bears, and NBC had Muppet Smurfs and Snorks. Babies. But it is like, what, are, what are we getting? Gummy Bears? No, it wasn't. No, that was ABC. Yeah, yeah it's a Disney show. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's CBS it. had... Um, Crap! Because back then. No, they didn't, but they still were. They were. They were still showing all of those shows. Um, 
But it's it's. I forget what CBS. Where had at do the you time. get to the point where you stop doing these kind of things? What reboots and just yeah, because, original and, stuff. And some of it is. Isn't like, that what we were talking about with Ready Player One? We're talking I about mean, everything. It's it's playing off that idea that we're going to get old people to to come in because they know the name reminisce and young and... people won't know what it is. They had the before the movie they had the commercial for Magnum. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, for me it's like it's not close enough but also it's never going to be that show. That show is such a, a a show of its time, but you know there's just someone sitting there going we want to do a private investigator, and we want to put him in Hawaii. Well, that's just Magnum. Right. Okay, we'll just remake Magnum. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, but you even Hawaii Five O. Where... They're just like we want to do a police procedural in Hawaii. We'll just make a Hawaii Five O. We want to do, uh, a, isn't... we want to do an archaeologist uh, uh, running the world in the 1930s. We'll just do Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, we want to do a, a super spot. We'll just do James Bond. Like we can't do anything anymore because everyone just tells well, you it's a this, rip off this, of something but else. But is, isn't it's hard. isn't the stories Tom have all been exhausted? Period throughout the world. So isn't Tom Selleck still on CBS, like with Blue Bloods or something? If Blue Bloods is still yeah. on. Yes. No, it is. So I mean, you could have had this show be his kid or something, or and you, you could, have you him could, in at one episode and just. Do but a, you could even have the show just be a PI in Hawaii. I mean, right. It's, it's it's a thing. The, the NCIS was like, well, we'll just put it in front of every show. Because right. we're just going to do the same show over and over again. NBC did it with Law and Order. Well, we want to do a show about sex crimes. Well, instead of everyone's going to say it's Law and Order, we're just going to call it Law and Order SVU. Right. We're going to do a show about uh, what was the other one that nobody ever watched? Uh, well, there's also NBC has Chicago Fire, Chicago Hope, Chicago Medical. Yeah, but that was you had a you had a Criminal Intent. Yes. No, yes, Criminal Intent was. was a CBS show. No, wasn't it? it was oh, no, Criminal Minds. NCIS. It was, it was Law and Order. Law and Order Criminal. Okay, yeah. But you also had NCIS that did. Whichever one had um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, that was, was okay. content. That was yeah. the one that that was like the first one that went to cable because no one was watching. He's like, oh, the other one's about sex. Yeah, the other one's about old men doing. SVU is still on. SVU still on. Yep, because Mercer Hargitay needs a paycheck. But um, yeah, no, you're right. When does this end? I mean, it doesn't. I it mean, doesn't. But you you look at. You look at the '80s and you're and you're seeing the stuff they're rebooting now and realize that wasn't reboots of stuff before. Right. I mean, you could do a cop show that was just a different cop show. It didn't have to be Hill Street. We're Blues just going to do Hill, or, Hill Street Blues again. It's yeah. funny that ER. There's a picture now. online for Law and Order SVU, SVU and it's like <laughs> SVU. It's not <laughs> SUV. That should be the one. It's just them driving around in a, big, in a big That's suburban a different show. Yeah. But they're like, suburban. it's it's odd to see. Actors playing cops that have a longer tenure than actual cops. Because <laughs> Mershka Mershka Hargitay. She's been on that show for like 22 years. Or like 20 years or something like that. That show can't be that old. Yeah. Does she get a watch when she retires? Yeah. Does she get a Cheap pension? gold watch. <laughs> Does she get a pension? Really? That's, that's... And she gets to keep her badge. Yeah. This, yeah. This, <laughs> the city is paying Mershka Hargitay's pension. But I thought Dude, that was she funny goes, she seeing goes that rogue picture. And just as like speed, yeah. <laughs> just create law and order. But you could, I mean, you could have done that where if, if you wanted to do a law and order Benson, if you wanted to do a PI show on on in Hawaii, you could have had somebody that was on Hawaii Five O right now, and have them. You know, well, like Chris said, off. don't name it Hawaii Five O. No, Just but I'm saying you already have that. You've already else. established that show. Is you know, and that show you can you can have it as Hawaii Five O and and not have to stay beholden to the original because you're you know you're not. Well, yeah, the original. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what's his face being a, a former member of the Navy SEALs right. who carries a rocket launcher. And have, it's like watching the last five seasons of Baywatch. You're like, I didn't realize the entire L.A. County lifeguard team are special ops forces that we went through Iraq. That was what was the funniest thing about the movie for Baywatch. Oh, Baywatch is so stupid. <laughs> but like, well, this isn't our job. Stop doing this. No, first, we uh, got to. Yeah, because the first season, uh, yeah, because they exhausted everything in the first season. Like, we have the shark attack. We killed somebody. We're done. Yeah. What else are we going to do? It's lifeguards. You know, yeah. Save the kids, a the kid, lives. The kids smoke pot on the beach and a, bro- and a boat broke down. Yeah. But that's what We all still have 13 episodes are. to you, go. You yeah. now have in, uh, internal conflict between the members of that lifeguard society. It's just like Walking Dead where everybody was complaining, oh, this isn't a zombie show because it's just too much. It's a soap opera. Yeah. Because if you're just all showing. Soap all drama soap operas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, people, people got tired of regular procedural TV, so like, well, we'll just put soap operas on. <laughs> they'll, well, they'll, I just mean, have, they'll just have more men than women. You'll, you'll never see. Well, you, last year we were talking. They were talking about doing a, uh, a reboot of uh, The Walking Dead. No, the greatest American hero. <laughs> that's the, well, no more Rick, start so. rebooting stuff that's actually <laughs> in. That's actually on. We have a well, re- with we have all, a, with all their characters leaving. Spot. They might as well just reboot it. But no yeah. way, dude. Daryl's got to get his eighty-five million dollars an episode. Or but they, remember, they were talking about doing a reboot of Greatest American Hero. Yep, we talked about it then. Yeah. So I mean, it's not uncommon, but it is becoming more and more the norm. Well, it's not. It's definitely not uncommon. It is the norm. Yeah. I mean, almost everything seems to have an attachment to something. You know, a name attachment to a name or a brand or whatever. And I think that's you what know. it is. It's the brand recognition. They're, oh no, that's totally gonna, what it is. They feel like nobody would watch a new show unless it was every. Part of a, so you it's could, the built-in audience thing. It's you feel like you're going to get started with a built-in audience. You're going to have all these forty-year-old men tune in to watch a crappy Magnum show. And they're going to make their kids watch it. And then the kids are going to be like, oh, this is so cool. He's like young and It worked for MacGyver. No, it didn't. MacGyver's still on. It's still on, yeah. How? It got renewed. Yeah. yeah, it's on like Saturdays, isn't it? But isn't, isn't, it? He, isn't he his son or something? I don't know. I don't watch that crap. So. But they, they that never had Richard Dean Anderson on My, my mother watched that show. I think he's I watched, made cameos. Has he? Yeah. yeah. I think he has too. But I think he was he's supposed to be his son or something. I've watched maybe, maybe 10 minutes of that show because my mother watches it. It is unwatchable. Yeah. <laughs> it is so I bad. tried to watch the pilot and I just I Oh, couldn't. it's terrible. Yeah. And he's, look, Havoc is not very good. I'm sorry. He's just not a great actor. Yeah. So he needs to stick to being Havoc and not being MacGyver. Not that cool monster truck movie that he was in. Oh lord! Yeah. <laughs> what if they literally? What if they truck. rebooted uh, Warehouse Thirteen? No. And Warehouse Thirteen is, a, is, a, a, different is a great concept, but it's sort of like if if you did another season of it, like yeah. Warehouse Thirteen in the future, it's been off for five years or whatever it is now. Like sure, but it well, just didn't it end with going to a new warehouse. Warehouse Fourteen. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but then you lose that. That thirteen. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, that's not. I can't. <laughs> um, sci fi's too busy making 16 shows based on Krypton uh, or whatever else or, they're doing. Or uh, what was, what was Sharknadoes. There was something else. Didn't they just announce something that they were doing? Yeah, doing Deadly Class. Yeah. Yeah. Sci fi's doing Deadly Class. That'd be interesting. Hmm. It looked okay. It's, uh, it wasn't a very uh, boisterous panel at <laughs> San Diego, but. Was it better than. Uh, Mike Mignola? Yeah. Yes. It was better than that. So, <laughs> Mike Mignola and uh, what's his face? Or Dark Horse panel? Yes. Or Dark Horse. They've just lost it. Or the Star Wars. No, they're fine. It's just their panels are boring as hell. Uh, they're Star Wars. When they had Star Wars, it when, was just... Uh, if they're talking the about panel. a specific comic, sure, I'm fine with it. But when it's just like, oh, Mike Mignola talk or Dark Horse talk, because it was 25 years or 20 years or whatever. I'm yeah. Like, ugh. It's not like it's going, a war it's not like going room, to a couple. It's, it's not like going tiring. to a cup of Joe. No, it's not no, even that. It was it was when you don't have a personality on there. When it's just yeah. someone who kind of talks like this, who isn't really. And it's into, a warm room. They like going going to a TMNT panel, and Kevin Eastman is a bit of a character. Tom Waltz, who's the writer, is a bit of a character, and they've got a lot of energy, and they yeah. want to talk to you. They really want to answer your questions, and they have inflection, and they have movement, and they're excited about their product. Which I'm sure Magnolia is, but yeah. I've met Mike Magnolia three times. He's not a he's he's basically on downers the entire time. <laughs> he just is not someone who's super He's very introverted. Yeah. And and it works, it comes through the page and he writes really well, you know, his answers in the letter pages and stuff like that, and his missives and his blogs and everything <laughs> are great. But as a panel, no. Yeah, and as you get you get those we total, it's, total it's, tangent it's, time. You've been in those panels where yeah. the person running the panel sucks. Oh, God, yeah. Like, when we went to... The very first panel we went to, when we went to that toy panel, because Brant asked oh, us to yeah, go yeah. for Sideshow, yeah. and the moderator basically... I can't remember the toy guy in the middle, but he was that, that big name. He had his own thing, and he was trying to do, like, original toys and stuff. Yeah, he was sort of douchey. Yeah, he was a total douche. Yeah. Totally worked for that panel. He basically told the moderator to shut up, because the questions were so dumb. And he's like, we don't want to do this. We just want to do Q&As. You guys ask us questions. Right. And it became about the state of the industry and this stuff. And he was talking about, you know, in, in, in Japan, they don't have brand lines, the original Transformer stuff, that it was just like, it was just transforming toys. And then when it was brought here, and all that stuff was in that panel. And it was, you know, like, we're doing this. And, doing, and it, because the moderator was like, so what do you think about toys? And it's just like a oh, worthless. That, remember that one toy panel we went to where the guys were just, 
basically talking about you know private stories between each other that had nothing to do with the audience. Sounds, sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> I think we did an episode like that, didn't we? No, no, our, our, no, no, no. No, our episode was worse. Uh, but we weren't doing it in front of a big group of. Well, we are doing. Well, it no, that. but you and I were fascinated with that panel. Though. Yeah, <laughs> because it, yes, it was a panel where people were going. I think was hoping for stuff to be handed out, and it was about how hard it is to get stuff from China. Right. You know, it was about, look, you only have so many factories you can work with. There's only so much product you could push out and how it gets here and it's got to go here and then it's got to go there and all this other stuff. And so for me, like that kind of panel was fascinating. For most people, that kind of panel sucks. <laughs> it was death for like, as we're, uh, as we're talking asleep. about the, the thing, my, my friend's talking about movie pass, uh, you know, RIP movie pass is never going to come back or whatever. And they look at me and they're just like, you never had it. I don't and I said, I'm interested in, the, the the downfall the, well the i'm interested the in the downfall. business plan of it where i'm just like this type of stuff that we've talked about like how does this business model work and that type mm -hmm. of stuff i was always interested in the business model of movie pass like how does this work now as someone who works in a comic book store when i go into another comic book store it's not even to look at product it's to look at product like how did you get this where is it is how is it laid out i did the same thing when i worked at target right i remember going we're going up north for to go to lake siskiyou when i worked at target we stop at a Target, we walk in, and I'm just like going through the toy section. And I'm looking, oh, that, that end cap is that. And, and You're looking chocolate, at the layout. White, white chocolate just looks at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm just like, no, it's just, it's interesting which way. You're on vacation. Stop looking yeah, at it. Like, You're it's, not like, a, it's just, that's the kind of thing. But that's how you yeah. are. Yeah. The way you the way talk I'm, about the business. Well, you, I've, I've, I've seen you walk into a toy movies. store, like Target yeah. or something, and start straightening the racks and everything, too. Well, that's just because people suck. Oh, I straightened the hell out of the Jurassic World one the other day because they had all of them in the wrong place. They had the dinosaurs where the figures were supposed to be and the figures where the dinosaurs <laughs> were. So all the pricing was wrong, so I had to fix it all. So, so you're getting your check from Target soon? <laughs> <laughs> Spend enough money there. Um, it would just go right back to them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> just, what do you think I work at a comic book store for? <laughs> they just pay you in toys? You could probably pay me in comics. Speaking <laughs> of which, did you bring mine? Yeah, they're in my trunk. Cool. Um, I saw it went there. Uh, so Mark Hamill is doing things other than just Star Wars now. Well, I mean, he's always been doing that, but, you know. Well, no, there was a long time he didn't do anything <laughs> with Star Wars. That's true. Uh, Venture Brothers. He's also, the, he, he did a voice in uh, that Transformers thing I was telling you about. He was Megatronus. That sounds horrible. It was, it was the Megatronus thing was kind of weird, but he had Dinobots that transformed into a big com a combiner, so that was pretty cool. Did I still they, don't even know what you're talking about. Did they ever do that in the actual? No, no. See, I don't understand. But they that, killed Sludge. They Spoiler. I know, but it, they. So wait, are you going to Walmart every What's day trying to find uh, the Devastator? They're putting they, it back out. Yeah, they released the G1 Devastator as a full set. Oh no! Yeah, I've seen that. I, I'm not. I want the bigger. They've there's a bigger set that actually you know they're like full size. I'm holding my hands up. But they're they're like each bot, bot is like six inches. So the Devastator form is like, you know, it's like the one we saw at that one con. Yeah. Somebody wanted $1,200 because they added. Dirted it up. Yeah. Um, it's quote unquote custom. Yeah. It's like that one guy who takes all, you know, the Star Wars stuff and, and he has them on display at, at Comic Con or he's just, you know, he's dry brushed them and stuff and made them look a lot better. And he's selling. You know, an oh yeah, well he does he does custom heads and stuff like you can put yeah. yourself onto a onto a Joe or mm -hmm. stuff like that. But the vehicles, he's just just dusted them yeah. up. Well, um, things, yeah. So Mark Hamill, yes, yes, he's an actor, yes, Venture Brothers. He was like, hey, you're wearing the shirt. Is I'm that why you're wearing the shirt. shirt? No, I'm wearing the shirt because it comes back to me. Yeah, it starts tonight. Is he? Is this season seven? Yes. yes. I didn't oh. even know it when Ethan told me that, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize. Let me, let me yeah, see when it's coming back. Tonight. Oh, it starts tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize it was today. They finally I'm released like, The Art of Venture Brothers, which is a year and a half late. That came out the week of Comic-Con, and we have a new season. What is? Did, did they say what Hamill's character is? I don't Cockknocker. That would be awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> no, I mean, he's done... He continues to do a lot of different shows. He did the last Tales of TMNT season. So yeah. That's some weird demon thing. Well, he always um, does that. Now he's doing that. There's basically... He's taken that Joker hobgoblin voice and turned it into just about any villain that somebody wants. You want a villain that has a has a raspity voice? Yeah, sure. Call Mark Hamill. What is raspity? Raspity. Yeah. Well, or I'm sorry. How about vocal fry? Because that's the you know the correct term. Uh, like, raspy. Uh, 
Yeah. Recipe is a real word. Yes. It's kind of like melty. Melty Melty's not a real word, but it's in every fast food commercial, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, because cheese is melty. No, it's either melted or it's not. (laughs) There's no such thing as melty. It's melting. Yeah. It's melting and the process of it. Right. Once it's done, it's melted. Okay, shut up, English major. <laughs> Look. But yeah, I mean. Reboot and remake are two different words. I don't care what someone's saying. So yeah, anytime they Go want. Go pre order it yourself. Oh. <laughs> 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 you. Anytime they want that. that. That's how that's I'm going to make America great again. Yeah. I'm going to become president and outlaw the term pre order. <laughs> this president? Go ahead. No, me. Oh. I'm going or- to outlaw the word pre order. And it's, it's like, we're not going to put. We're going to let all of the families go. They can go be reunited back in Mexico here or whatever. Use the word pre-order. Camp. I guess it's better than a real Nazi, just a literary Nazi. I will be a grammar Nazi. Yeah, there we go. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. There's like a story of that. It's something like someone fixed something in Hitler's speech, and it was literally the first grammar Nazi. (laughs) This is a member of his party that fixed his speech, and it's like literally a grammar Nazi. I was like, that's insane. Uh, but yeah, so Hamill, you know, he just every time they want somebody to do that Joker-ish type voice. Well, I think now it's funny to go from from Mark Hamill being someone who did voiceover so that people wouldn't know it was him, right? To everybody, everybody wanting to hire him because he's a name. You know, he's always been a name, but it was just sort of like okay, nobody really cared. At, you know, by 1985 or whatever, it's like, eh, who cares? Yeah. Um, uh, but now he's known as a voice actor because he's extremely talented. Um, that that you want that you want that name that's on there. I don't sure. Think they gave I don't him know. A name. I I would imagine he wouldn't want to do the Joker voice or any real but a lot closeness of the, to it for this anyone. one. I hope not for Venture Bros. He's doing but so he's, he's doing, doing hold on he's doing two voices. Uh. Jackson Public, who's one of the creators, confirms two characters, Hamill voices, are villains, one of whom is called Presto Changeo. I already cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> Describe the role as a classic comic book trope character, adding that it's unlikely any character, unlike any character the Venture Brothers have done before. Oh, I'm so excited for this. But yeah, so, you know, I mean, even the Megatronus that he did, it was more his voice, but it had that rasp to it, you know. I Kevin Conroy did sound voice too. Close to Megatron. Yeah. Well, no, they wanted it to be completely different because the whole idea was that he was like one of the original primes, or you know, like a god oh. to the primes, and he uh, or he was one of the original ones that just, uh, looking, at, just looking at the backs of the toys with yeah. the little Teds or whatever they have or prime powers. I feel so old. I'm like, I don't understand any of this. I feel, <laughs> I feel like, you know, dads 20 years ago that are picking up Transformers I think, going, what the hell is this? What is it? What is a Cybertron? Yeah. I think I've watched at least, well, I've watched part of, if not all of, every one of the Transformers series that's been out. I don't think I've watched Including Rescue watched Bots. I watched part of that. I don't think I watched a single one all the way through. Well, I watched so the first season of Prime, at least. Prime I'd wasn't say. bad. Did I watch it was okay. I didn't care for the animation really, but Prime went. Which, well, one, that's which because... one was Prime? Was that the one that Optimus wasn't the main character? Or well, wasn't it went, the leader? It went from um, they did Beast Wars, and then Prime was right after it, which kind of it morphed in, or Beast Wars kind of morphed into Prime. No, I'm thinking of something else then. I think I it was. Prime. I think it was the odd animation. But it was it was odd, very was odd. Like, but because isn't there one where Optimus is like blue and white, and he's not the leader? He's like just someone. There. Well, that would be Ultra Magnus is blue and white. No, but I think Optimus was that one. I don't even remember anymore. Um, for as many as many series as other, if people complain about other things having way too many series, Transformers has had so many. Uh no, but yeah, Mark. You know, it, it's almost like they've had more than meets the eye in terms of the number. But uh, hey, Optimus is going to be in Bumblebee. <clears throat> really? Yep. Oh yeah, and no, I remember hearing. Spoiler. I tell you, after seeing that Monty Python oh, God. Uh, uh, trailer, now I'm worried about Bumblebee because it really proves that you can make you can make any movie into an action trailer. Yeah. They took Monty Python and the Holy Grail and moved it, made it into a modern action trailer. And it also shows that every modern action trailer is exactly the same. Sure. There's a formula. Um, boy, is there ever. So I watched that last night and this morning and then... Bumblebee was in front of the movie today, and I'm watching it going, 
I love this trailer. The trailer is so good. Yeah. The music in it is amazing. I love the design for him as a bug. Everything in it was, oh, I just, the music and everything in it is so fantastic. Like that second, the second Force Awakens trailer with that music behind it, that stirring bit, and just the little bits of dialogue that they used. In the Bumblebee? Uh, no, I'm talking oh. about in, in Force Awakens, but the same thing here. No, it's no, the yeah. same idea. The yeah. music is awesome. The fact that there's so little dialogue in it, the way that it looks, and like this trailer looks so good. But now I can't help but think, yeah, but they made Monty Python and the Holy Grail look like an action movie. Right. And I made it look like King Arthur with the guy from Pacific Rim or whatever. Um, you're that just like, horrible. that was horrible. Well, uh, when, when Haley Steinfeld puts her hand on Bumblebee's face. Yeah. And then it goes into the, the music. It's way, right when uh, Leia's song goes in. And, yeah. Yeah. And the, you see the Falcon go through. I, I love that. Well, they, well, yeah, they have the, the, sec, the second, the second yeah. trailer. It takes that little lumbi and it, it extends it and it makes every beat. And, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Was it oh, you my God, that so said good. that, that, that uh, Haley Steinfeld rickrolled him? In, in Bumblebee? Yeah, it's in the it's in the trailer. She, she puts, puts in the, the she puts the in the cassette. Oh, and yeah. He shoots it out. But it's you know obviously that's you know the time period of when that song is popular. Why did they put Challenge of the GoBots in as a Transformer series? Yeah, I don't know. I've watched. I think I watched those too. There weren't there. There were like two GoBots series. There's a GoBots movie. Yeah. So Transformers I saw that too. and Headmasters. Seen Keep that. going. I'm just trying to figure out where. Um. Where oh so <laughs> Transformers. Mark Hamill, I, I'm, I'd be curious to see hear what his voices are going to be like for uh, Venture Brothers. I'll be on it. Well, I, do you think? I don't know. On a half hour for you guys. Fine, yeah. yeah. My God, there was a lot of Beast Wars series. Half hour. Oh yeah, you. there were a lot. Beast Wars Transformers, Beast Wars Two, Beast Wars Neo. That's the one that crossed with the Matrix. Beast <laughs> Machines. Beast Machines is where it started to go back to. Yeah. Cybertron. Transformers Robots in Disguise was the new series at the conclusion of beast wars metals yes it was necessary for Descartes to once again go back the unicron trilogy transformers animated known yeah, by the just... working title transformers heroes 2007 that's fascinating just trying to figure out which this is driving me crazy as to which one the group is a space bridge prepare crew led by academy washout optimus prime stumbles the prog Across the legendary life in all spark and routine mission. As a result, the chief battle maker trying to go across on Earth. Um, There's one where Optimus Prime is like not. No, it's not this one because he is. He, he does lead the team. There's one where he's not the. Well, this one he's not the. I mean, he is not the leader anymore um, of the team. He matter of fact, Starscream. It starts. It starts out. Starscream is. Yeah, part... Transformers Prime was the one that was on the hub. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's the one. I think I watched the first season of that. I never watched the rest of it. That was the one that. Uh, matter of fact, they that started out the Windblade, first... wasn't it? No, uh, or at least in terms of the maybe. animated form. Well, I know I the Windblade was, was definitely in, in the, comic. the Prime trilogy, which was the one that was on streaming. Um, but the Prime one is the one that came out after the movie, so they redesigned Windblade. Windblade. Wind. Windblade. Yes. Um, but that the Prime one was the one that came out after the movie. And they, the matter of fact, they had The Rock, or Dwayne Johnson, as uh, Cliff Jumper. Cliff Jumper in the, in the first episode. He dies in the first episode. Because they're like, we can't afford to put The Rock in. Right. But he wanted to be a Transformer. So Can that, you yeah. smell what the Cliff Jumper is cooking? So that was... Dear that, Lord, have you ever seen John Cena play Hulk Hogan on that Maya and Martin show? No. Oh yeah. my God. I was a uh, streets put toward towards like oh you never saw him play him and I was like what are you talking about and he showed me that skit that skit is terrible like it's not really that much that funny but he does a great Hulk Hogan yeah and then they have, and then he loses the part out to uh, David Ross <laughs> David Sch- or David Schwimmer who was Ross Martin Short playing him. but anyway sorry I just when I said brother and I was, I was talking um, about the thing. are you excited for Mark Hamill to join the cast because I know you're I'm excited for Venture Brothers that's just, uh, just give me Venture Brothers. And it's it's interesting because um, the Comic Con their their panel there was someone that asked like you know why can't you just do these faster, and it was something I had thought between because I got in on season two I never I didn't see season one when it first came out I saw it I don't remember if like they replayed it or whatever but season two is amazing and season three is amazing and then every season 
after season three, you didn't know whether they were coming back or not. Like between or season three and back. four was a long time. Right. And it was uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public, not their real names, um, were publicly like, we don't know if we're going to do this because mm-hmm. I did like my research for it. Like, what the hell is going on? They do everything. Right. They write, they design, they animate, they voice, they produce, they do everything. Mm-hmm. So that's what takes so long. And it was funny to see, you know, someone basically asked that and they kind of had that response of like, F you, this takes a long time. You know, it's either we do it or nobody does it. And I saw someone take issue with that, like, well, why don't they just turn it over and have other people do it? It's like the point of Venture Brothers being so different and so good is that it is two people right. that control everything. And it's funny, I just read Mike Rice's uh, Springfield Confidential. And one of the reasons that this, The Simpsons has been so long has been very, there's been a lot of showrunners, but the fact that the showrunner is still the same idea. Yeah. And James Brooks and Matt Groening have overseen that series for all 86 million seasons that have happened. So at the very end, as everything funnels up, there's something there. We talk about that with Marvel films with Kevin Feige. Mm -hmm. Kevin Feige has a very secure vision of what this should be. He'll take those suggestions and everything and he'll let people kind of mold what that is. But Kevin Feige knows exactly what he wants to do in this universe. The type of films he's going to make, the type of films, the quality of those films that are going to be out there. Right. Uh, which is what DC was like. Oh, we'll have Zack Snyder do that, who's had one successful film. Uh, so to have Public and Hammer do this, if it takes two years between seasons, and after after three, we didn't know if there was going to be a four, and after four, we didn't know there was going to be a five. The end of five, the last thing for five said, Venture Brothers will return in season six. That was like the first time in years that they had already guaranteed you it's going to happen. You, you just, just got to wait. Know. Yeah. And season six is amazing. Oh, like, yeah. really, the, the odd seasons are my favorite. Season two and season four and season six are absolutely incredible. Season three, I had such a problem with the first time I saw it until I understood what the hell it was because it completely rewrites the season two. Right. Because it's all retconned. As they, they retconned their own series. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like it, I felt so stupid as I'm watching it the second time because I watched it the first time and I'm like, it's no what, K season. It's not my favorite. Which and season and it was, was, was it that the boys were in prison? Or in cell, they were in separate cells. Um, was in prison. Yeah, weren't they? Um, I don't remember. Or they were. They were. No, season not, three. They weren't prison, but they, they season were. Season three was. Season three was the first season that Brock left because right. Patrick Warburton was doing Rules of Engagement, so he wasn't able to do as much as he could to do Brock. So Brock's in the first episode. The first episode for season three. Is very hard to understand maybe, the first maybe time you watch it. they were kidnapped and they were locked in. Oh, that's like all of them. Sure. Um, season three also introduces the fact that the boys can't die anymore. But the big thing with the first that two seasons is that they yeah. can die all the time. Um, season two has my favorite episode, uh, the Guess Who's Coming to Dinner episode where they go on the date. Oh, that's so good. But season three, all these things that you like, they were all in college together in season two. You find out Baron Overbite and um, the Monarch and Dr. Venture and Brock, they're all in college. On season three, they're like, no, they weren't. A couple of them weren't and whatever. And you're like, what the hell's going on? And it wasn't until I watched it the second time. And White Chocolate's like, watch it the second time. I think you'll get it. And I'm watching like, oh, my God, they're doing the Comic-Con, the comic retcon. And the first episode shows you that because the first episode is all about a comic book because he has has, uh, Adventure Action Comics number one. And the show is controlled completely out of order. And you have to pay attention to the condition that the comic book is in yeah. every single time you see it because he gets it and it's pristine. And at the end, it's pretty much trashed. And so the way like the first it's pristine and then at the end, the next scene is like it's totally trashed. And so it's told completely out of order. So it makes zero sense the first time you watch it unless you really, really pay attention. It's kind of like Dunkirk where if you're not really understanding like, oh, this is told not necessarily out of order. It's all compressed and, 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 and elongated time. Um, season four operation prom the last episode is so incredible I, I, see I, my operation prom the is they have they have, they have one and then they, that's where you uh <laughs> you have a, the uncensored on the dvd yeah when you find out what a rusty venture is the many different meanings of what a rusty venture is is some of the filthiest language ideas abstracts that you will ever oh my goodness it's incredible and then this last season, they have it's another date episode. It's when Hank goes on the date with the uh, with the the villain's daughter. I've seen that one. That one's amazing, yes. and it's it's very much like the the um, the first date episode. The first episode does have one of my favorite moments when he and uh, Hank tries to he's got water on his crotch and tries to dry it with a with an air dryer. Dean, you got to try this. It's like someone with a fever yelling at your junk. Oh, I'm on fire! Oh, I'm on fire! <laughs> 
<laughs> just stop whacking at my junk. I've seen Naked I've, Brock with that I've, gigantic. <laughs> I've seen that one. Um, that might be my favorite full. Yeah, uh, I've seen. I, I don't know if I've ever nice seen ass. a full season, but I've watched. Oh, you gotta watch many your, episodes. You gotta fly through the seasons. Season one, much like going back and watching something like um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, a few, season one is very uneven. It's like right. trying to figure it out. Um, but season one ends really well. Last third of season one is fantastic. And season two, you know, Dr. Orpheus and everything with it. And season four has the, the, the Hanko episode. Yeah. Where he becomes a detective. I've seen that episode. Oh, what do you, you get a hat and a whip? Why do you have a whip? Came with the head. It's a detective's whip. And then he picks the same girl that his dad bangs. <laughs> One of my favorite things also is they let those characters grow. You had uh, uh, Dean go to college. You had Hank pass the test for Sphinx. Right. To become a part of, of that secret organization. That was one of the... I love that. Like, he passes the test. And Brock's like, holy crap. We have been paying attention to you the whole time. <laughs> oh. oh. I can't wait for tonight's episode. <laughs> okay, so... And on that note, we're too. going to wrap things up so we can get to Venture Brothers. Well, also because we've and been rambling like crazy. We've been rambling, almost. yes. This is, this is, is the rambling episode. They're all the rambling episodes. <laughs> um, There's very few succinct episodes. Yes. Did you guys fix the... Well, the audio isn't very, isn't 100%. I mean, it's still very. Very not? Very not. But I'm, I'm just going to put it up because I've tried, I've worked on it for two weeks and I can't get it any better. So I'm going to just go ahead and release it. Well, that was the audio off of the video. So. Yeah. Right. So the, that's where, you know, the video, the audience you will hear on the podcast version is from the video yeah. it'll make more sense that that's what it is when you if you watch the youtube version that we put up but that'll go up this week uh i'll probably wait till wednesday so that way it'll give this episode a chance to have a few days on its own before there's something else going right up yeah i wouldn't want to have anybody miss out the rambling episode <laughs> <laughs> maybe there may be people that really like alf and magnum or not excited about magnum or we may be able to persuade them one way or another I was going to watch Magnum, and now I'm As not. you put your Gamorrean guard back in, making Ethan's ears just... This is the problem of giving us our toys before we start recording. So I have to act like a parent with you guys and wait. <laughs> Dude, yes. you did the same thing like a month ago, so you can't yeah, complain. You, yeah, it was you. It wasn't a month ago. It was a couple months ago, but yes, like I did two weeks do it. ago. So anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure to check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. It's freaking hot in here. Sorry, they turned off the air conditioner. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables. It's be 110 on Tuesday. What are you turning the air conditioner off for? So for Chris, who's overheated, and Mikey and Ethan. And the air conditioner. And the air conditioner. I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week.